You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. High fly ball, deep right field. Ward back, turning, looking. See ya. Number 51, Aaron Judge, a three-run home run. Drives it to right and hits it well, and it is gone. Boy, do good things happen when he elevates the ball, and he takes it to the opposite field for number 27 on the season. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, J. Rod, Jim Rodriguez with you on a Wednesday. Lots to do today. We'll get to some college football with a great guest coming up in about 20 minutes. We're joined by BJ Cunningham from the Action Network. And then our buddy Nick Ashton is going to join us again for the entire 10 a.m. Eastern hour. We'll talk some NFL, some college football, some NBAs. Look forward to this weekend. We'll even dive into teams we think can actually win the Super Bowl this year. It'll be a fun list we'll put together and we'll talk some hard knocks as well. Um, listen, J-Rod, last night we'll get to the baseball, but, you know, we're, we're close down. We're really close to football, and we're close to the season. And, you know, these, these little things start becoming big things now before we get to the year. Yesterday was cut-down day, so teams now have the 53-man roster. It's, it's all kind of settled now. We'll see some moves between him you know, now and opening day, but they had to cut these guys down. And some of the moves we saw involve injuries. How about Tredavious White, the star corner for the Bills? Yeah on the PUP list. And Darius Leonard, uh, now going by Shaq Leonard, I should correct my own self here. Shaq Leonard is not going on the PUP list. It looked like he was going to, that he's, I guess, going to be ready earlier this season, I thought. But Tredavious White, we talked about Bills Rams yesterday, two and a half point number, Bills favored, their best corner, not in the game. You know what I'm wondering? Who's covering Cooper Cup in that game? Because if he's not going to be there, that's a big deal. Yeah, curious to see, Joe, what the line movement is at all. Over-unders 52-and-a-half in that game. And, you know, it's the Bills, when you really look at their schedule, their defense is amazing. You know, it, it goes down a, a, a notch now that with, with Whiteout, and he's dealing with an ACL. He had surgery, and this was in Thanksgiving. So here we are nine months later, and he's still fighting to get back on the field. But listen, they're, they're at the Rams in the opener. Then they're home to Tennessee. That's okay. That That's a win. But then they go to Miami, and then they go to Baltimore. And then when he returns, you get Pittsburgh at home, at Kansas City, a bye, and then the Packers. So it's it's a it's a tough, tough hoe for the Bills to start the uh, the season. And you just got to wonder if, if we're going to go back to, well, all right, we're just going to be have Josh Allen and, and, and you know, the greatest, the greatest show on snow. And just try to light it up because uh, their defense has taken a significant hit. 
It has. And, and look, I don't think it's a shock that he has to start because it wasn't like this injury happened yesterday, but it's it's clarification, right? We know now four games. Now it used to be six. It used to be six with the PUP list. Now it's four for the first four games of the year. No Tredavious White for the um, Buffalo Bills. So we'll keep an eye on that one and how they play early in the season without him. The other one that was kind of interesting yesterday, uh, just with cut downs and, and rosters taking shape here, J-Rod, was the Texans cut Marlon Mack. I mean, there's no question now. Damian Pierce, the kid from Florida, the running back, he's going to be their starting running back. And you look at the odds, I mean, he was not a high pick in the draft, right? He went in the mid-rounds of the NFL draft. Damian Pierce yeah, the, right now sitting at – go ahead. Yeah, well, the, obviously the future is now in Houston. You know, if, if, if you're going to rebuild and if you're going to make the transition, you've got to be committed to that. And it sounds that's what the Texans are doing. You know, they, they bring in a coach in Lovey Smith who kind of who knows what the situation is, knows what they're doing. You know, it's life after Deshaun Watson. They've gotten rid of that baggage. And, boy, that organization's got plenty of baggage to, to just without Deshaun Watson. So, to me, it, it's a commitment to the future, and it's a commitment to let's start building now. So, if I'm a fan, I'm thinking to myself, okay, and you know what? You never know what you're going to get. And the Texans may actually, you know, I've heard some people say the Texans may actually surprise some people. I think they could be spoilers and they could really, because that AFC South is always, you always have a matchup that you just shake your head and go, you know, it, we like to call it survivor buster. There's always one of those and the Texans could be that team. Well, they can. And, and it's interesting watching how Damian Pierce's uh, odds to win rookie of the year have changed right now. Jay Red, he's the biggest liability at the sports books when it comes to offensive rookie of the year, because he was a fourth-round pick. We're not talking about a kid that mm -hmm. was a first- or second-round pick. So his early numbers, if you go back to his odds early on, right after the draft, they weren't really high. And I think some smart people out there said, all right, there's a path to playing time, exactly what you just said. The future is now in Houston. Maybe he'd get on the field. So, I mean, he a month ago, he was still 25-1. to 1. I'm looking at it right now as we speak in this moment. Damian Pierce is down to 11-1 to 1 to win Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. So the books are adjusting. But there's a lot of tickets already on Damian Pierce at, you know, 30 to 1, 25 to 1. So if this works, if, if he if he becomes a star this year, the books are going to take a hit because there's some smart people out there who took him early. Well, that's that's the idea. You've got to see who plays and how they play and also what the Houston offense is going to look like. Like, are they going to run the ball? Are they going to give him the ball or are they going to try to pass? I think that's going to be the interesting thing uh, as, as it develops and see what that line moves. So 11 to 1. I'd have to snap one up there. Yeah, well, I mean, he's right now, he's fifth. So the odds right now, the top of the odds board, Offensive Rookie of the Year over at BetMGM. Kenny Pickett, 9-1. to one. We'll see how quickly he gets in the field for the Steelers. George Pickens, I got him at 25-1. to one. He's at 9 now, the um, wide mm. receiver for the Steelers. Brees Hall from the New York Jets running back, 10-1. to one. Chris Olave, 10-1. to one. And then there's Damian Pierce, 11-1. So one of the top five favorites as we head into the season all right, Jay Rod. I, I I saw this yesterday. I said we got to bring this up early in the show. We know week one it is the Browns and it's the Panthers. It's the Baker Mayfield revenge game against a team that dumped them. Well, how about this story? Pro Football Talk had it yesterday. Baker Mayfield reportedly said of Browns, "I'm gonna bleep them up." We'll just put it that way. He's ready, man. He, he's ready for this game. I that game went from one that I had no interest in watching. Right? If that was Sam Darnold really? against Jacoby Brissett. I'd have it'd be on the tiny corner TV. Like I'd have no interest in that game week one. But now I can't wait. Baker Mayfield against the Browns. Do you think he's going to play? Well, it's well? funny. That's the question. 
only the Browns could make Baker Mayfield a sort of a, a, a hero or, or, or somebody yeah. that you sort of root for. Because, I mean, I get it's, it's business. It's not necessarily personal. But think about what he went through. He played hurt, was told he's their guy, was told he was their quarterback, and then all of a sudden gets unserious. You know, they trade for Deshaun Watson, knowing the baggage gave him $230 bucks guaranteed. And then all of a sudden – Baker's kind of floating out there, and he ends up in Carolina. I think it's great. I mean, I think the real tricky part is, which which is interesting from a non-betting point of view, is that you know he kind of said that in passing to a Bills sideline reporter. It wasn't it wasn't a sit down interview. It was like you and I having a conversation, you know. And all of a sudden, he right. said that, and it and it comes out. I mean, good for the reporter. You know, it 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 gets it gets them clicks. It gets her clicks. It gets her on shows. Um, but if you're Baker. Yeah, I feel that way too. Absolutely, and you're kind of rooting for them. You know, it's right now the, the Browns are two point uh, underdogs. They're getting two points on the road. Forty one and a half is the number. I th- I think Cleveland's going to win the game, but I, but I love whatever props we can get for Baker. I know they're going to go after him. I think it's going to be great, and you know, um, I think it'll be curious to see how how the Browns react to this as well. I'm, I'm listen. I love the idea of Baker beating the Browns in Week One. And by the way, they're paying him. They're paying him like nine million dollars this year to play for yes. the Carolina Panthers. That would be so Browns, wouldn't it? That Baker beats them while he's on their payroll. Like that is that is perfectly Cleveland Browns. So we'll be watching that line as we get closer to Week One of the NFL season. J. Rod, some baseball last night. Uh, tough injury for the Rays. McClanahan left before throwing a pitch. I was looking at some of his props yesterday and wondering maybe I should be on the strikeouts. I didn't end up doing it, but he's yeah, he's a great pitcher. And the Rays have done a good job, despite Wander Franco being hurt most of the year, despite losing a lot of players. They've been in the race. I mean, they've been in playoff position virtually the entire season. If he's out, though, this could sink them. They they need him in that rotation. Yeah, the, the three wild cards, literally there's a game that separates the Rays, the Mariners, and the Blue Jays, you know, Tampa right now is the top wild card, a half a game ahead of Seattle, and Toronto is a game back. And, oh, by the way, the Orioles are three back. The Twins are three back. So there is a path for those teams. And McClanahan, listen, he, he he's up to 147 innings. That's 20 more innings that he threw last year. And what really got me, if, if you look at the video when he's warming up in the bullpen, when he feels, you know, the, the, the actual uh, official word from the Rays is a left shoulder impingement. When you look at him, he was in tears. So he know you know your body. He was in t- he was yeah. you know absolutely out of his mind, sad, and had to be consoled as he walked out of the bullpen. So it, it, it's not it's not that he slept wrong or anything like that. This could be end of the year, maybe end of next year. You don't want to speculate, but his reaction, if I'm a Rays fan, has got me super worried. And again, if you're the Orioles and the Twins. They're, they're, the door is open now. If, if all of a sudden the race, their ace, their Cy Young Award winner, the guy who started the All-Star game, isn't available. Yeah, well, that's a good point. You're right. So they're bunched up, but then there's there's other teams, right? It's the Twins. It's the Orioles. They're about three games back each. There's an opportunity mm-hmm. there now for one of those teams to come take that spot. I, I just, I'm so impressed every year by Tampa Bay, but at some point, how many good players can you lose, right? Wander Franco basically hasn't played since late June. McClanahan out now. I just, I wonder... Can they continue to win games? They're eight and two in their last ten games. It's remarkable. They just—they are such a great franchise. But J. Rod, I won't be surprised if they fall off here. If he can't pitch the rest of the season, yeah. I, I think they could fall off and miss the playoffs. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, and it's not like Tampa has the resources or the reputation to say, okay, let's go out and get somebody. You know, I mean, today would be the last day to, for them to be eligible to be on the roster to be uh, to be able to for for the, for the postseason. Uh, you got to be on the roster by September first. It's not like they can just say, all right, who's available? Let's go out and get somebody. That's not the Ray style. So they're gonna they're gonna next man up. They're gonna grin and bear it. And this would be an interesting run now for Tampa. And again, it opens the door. It, the three wild card teams is, is a great invention by Major League Baseball. And again, a game separates three teams. That's crazy. It does. And and we'll, this might go down to the end right there for seeding or for who actually gets in the playoffs. Jared, the other thing yesterday that, that caught us, and I'm wondering if it is actually a big deal or not. So Justin Verlander, a couple nights ago, I heard his calf. They're saying it's not serious, but he had to go on the injury list. So this is at least 15 days Verlander is going to be out. Does this open the door for Dylan Cease to steal the Cy Young Award? I felt like a couple weeks ago, Verlander kind of put, they, they faced off, right? They had that Tuesday night game against each other. And I think Verlander kind of pushed his way towards being the favorite there and the clear favorite to win the American League Cy Young. But if if he misses three or four starts here, I think Dylan Cease might be able to jump up and steal this thing. If Cease has a good you know, or a great run the next three or four starts, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we're looking up and we say, it's a toss-up as we get to the end of the season with Dylan Cease or, or Justin Verlander right now for the American League Cy Young. Yeah, I, I don't think the way the Astros are leading their division, they are comfortably, uh, you know, as as the number one seed in the American League because the Yankees have gone sideways. I don't see Justin Verlander really making another quality start until game one of the division series. I mean, he takes two weeks off, comes back, maybe treat it like a spring training outing where you go three innings, you know, once around the uh, the lineup, and that's it. So, yeah, the, the, the Cy Young Award is wide open, and I've said it before, and it's proven. You win the Cy Young in August and September. That's when you that's when you do it. We saw Walker Bueller last year for the Dodgers. That's all. It was a foregone conclusion, and then all of a sudden didn't have the best August, didn't have the best September, and he lost it. So Dylan Cease, absolutely, you know, the problem is the team he plays for. Not a lot of wins. Well, yeah, he'll kind of, of get. He, he could be lost, right? But the one thing Verlander had overseas at least a couple starts ago was he had more innings, right? He, had, he has he has pitched five mm-hmm. more innings, Verlander uh, for the season in two less starts. But that's going to go away here pretty quickly. I mean, w- within the next three weeks or two weeks, really, he'll surpass him in starts. He'll surpass him in innings, and it's going to be pretty close. If, if Jay Wright, if you're right on this, if if the next true start he makes like maybe he gets a tune up that last week but if the next six inning start he makes is game one of the division series then I think Dylan Cease is going to win the Cy Young because if it's if it's close and one guy gets an extra month that's a lot of stats to pad and right now you look at the books they've taken this down you can't bet on this right now so they're not taking any any bets right now because I I was going to jump on last night when I saw him go on the IL I was going to say I'm taking Cease at you know five to one or plus 340 whatever it Mm -hmm. was yeah, and you got to remember, Justin Verlander, it's not you – know, he had Tommy John surgery. It's not a shoulder. It's not an elbow. It's it's a calf, but obviously that affects everything else. And you're not going to take a chance with a guy like Verlander, A, because he's the ace of your staff, and B, his age, and, and C, the, the injuries, and you've got the postseason looming. So, yeah, he's, to me, we're not going to see him, and, and I think Dylan Cease is the play. And when the books figure this out and open back up, it'll be curious to see what he comes down to. I mean, five to one, maybe drops down to three to one or plus two fifty, something like that. Could be, could be right in that range. And uh, and last night in in the games that actually were played, 
The Dodgers, your Dodgers win again. They're 90 and 38. Every time I look at their, their record, I'm like, is this real? They're 90 and 38. They beat the Mets last night in a, a back and forth game at City Field. Yeah, it felt like a playoff game, right? The atmosphere, yep. the crowd, the what's at stake, you know, and for the Dodgers, they just, their magic number now to win the National League West is 14. We're on the last day of August, and 14 is the Dodgers' magic number to win the division. It's, it, it's insane. Um, I think what is, and we talked about it yesterday, you know, about manager of the year, Buck Showalter, pretty much going to win it, obviously, especially if the Mets win their division. Um, I got to give Dave Roberts more love. I mean, he is doing it with, I mean, a, Tony Gonsolin went down. He's doing it with Tyler Anderson. He's it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The lineup is stacked, but to be able to motivate these guys and keep them going, no Walker Bueller, no Kershaw. I thought Kershaw, I believe, comes back tomorrow. It's amazing what he's done, and they're the first team to 90 wins. 90 wins on August Incredible. 30th. They go for their 90th win. Incredible. They face the ground tonight. We'll talk some college football next right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.